Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. From KUNC and the NPR Network, this is In the NOCO, a daily slice of northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Wednesday, January 31st. I'm Erin O'Toole. We continue our look at doulas today and the crucial role they could play in addressing high rates of maternal mortality for Coloradans of color. Jenna Farouk is a doula with Mama Bird Doula Services. For the people of color she works with, she says just showing up at the hospital and being by their side makes a difference. As an African-American Muslim woman doula, I know that my presence is so impactful in a positive way. As soon as I would walk into the rooms of these women, you could immediately see like, oh, relief. As a full-spectrum doula, she's around before, during, and after a baby's birth. Her work acknowledges the many different stages when things can get complicated and when people are most in need of an advocate. In the NOCO's Robin Vincent sat down with Farouk to learn more. So what made you want to become a doula? Well, that's a loaded question. I think it really just stems from my own traumas that I've experienced. And also, I think the first thing that sparked it was my older sister, God rest her soul. She actually died due to an ectopic pregnancy when she was just 30 years old um, while she was pregnant with her second child. And going through life and learning more, I'm like, man, if she, you know, had a doula and had someone that, because she was very early in her pregnancy. And it's like, if she had someone to talk to about those symptoms, you know, it's possible that she could have gotten help sooner. So I'm also the mother of five. And during three of my pregnancies and labors, I almost died, bled out in, in three of those labors. And as I like started my doula journey, I realized like, oh, oh there were so many things that were done wrong that the medical staff did not inform me of, which really kind of just led to this, this long road. I was even hospitalized due to negligence that I later realized, you know, I think um, a lot of that could have been avoided. And I really just want to be a support so women may not have to experience the same things that I did. First, can I say, I'm so sorry about your sister and thank you. the work that you're doing is honoring her. Mm. And I just want to acknowledge that. Thank you. All the experiences that you're describing speak to a really big problem in this country when it comes to Black maternal mortality. Um, We know this is also especially an issue for Native women. Um, I wonder if you could just talk about how that fits into your thinking when you're doing this work as a doula. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. um, Yeah, it's a lot. You know, being a doula and kind of being on the other side of the care in a way um, is really eye-opening kind of in a heartbreaking way. Wow. I didn't think I was going to cry, but I'm getting like so emotional. It's heartbreaking to see the disparities just so loud and so in your face. So through my doula training, we were doing clinicals and um, we were working out of a hospital that I think I should allow to stay unnamed. You know, being a doula, we're kind of, you know, we have access to nurses and doctors in a different way. And I remember that I was sitting at one of the nurses stations and um, 
I don't know if they were just comfortable or forgot that a couple of doulas were there. There was one patient there. She had already had the baby, but one of the nurses that was dealing with her was just speaking about her in such a demeaning and degrading way. Um, Long story short, the woman was trying to do a free labor at home and a free labor is different than a home birth. A home birth, you are supposed to have a midwife present, but a free labor or free birth is when you are literally just there. You don't have any like medical support, no doula. Well, you might have a doula, but there's no, basically there's no midwife there. Um, And she was trying to do a free birth, but um, I think she was just laboring for a really long time. I I forgot the reason she came in, but I think it was something else going on with her body. And then they realized like, oh, okay, well, you've been in birth a really long time. And the woman kind of was in a dangerous position um but they were pretty much just kind of like cracking jokes about the mother like saying that she was just you know an idiot they basically were not empathizing with this woman at all and it was clear that they were just not trying to understand where she come from because even I, I think this whole culture of even free birth stems from the mistreatment that women face in hospitals and free birth may not always be the safest option but it's like are we even are you even trying to understand what would make a woman want to free birth at home and it's because you come into the hospital and you're treated less than you're treated as if you don't understand your body you have no knowledge and you're incapable of doing doing this thing that is very natural, like birth is not a medical emergency. And that is how the healthcare system treats it. And that's one of the really problematic things about it. Like we don't allow women's bodies to do what women's bodies are supposed to do. Um, and, and, and I've kind of just witnessed a lot of experiences like that, where the nurses are just not caring for patients that I've seen patients of color. And it is these experiences that lead to these, you know, increased mortality rates. I wonder if we could close things out by talking about the real value in having doulas of color in Mm -hmm. Colorado in a place where uh, if you are a person of color, a minority, you really feel it, right? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) To have this kind of advocacy and representation can you talk about the value of that? Yeah, um, it's it's truly invaluable. As an African-American Muslim woman doula, I know that my presence is so impactful in a positive way because I wear the hijab. So I'm easily identifiable as Muslim, right? So I just remember working in one of the hospitals that had a, they largely work with immigrants. And I think I can say it was Aurora Medical. As soon as I would walk into the rooms of these women, you could immediately see like, oh, relief. And they were just so happy to see a woman who, you know, they could relate to because a lot of the, um, families there were Muslim that I dealt with, but not everyone. Um, even just them seeing a, like a woman of color come in, I could tell they just felt so much at ease. I, I worked with a family. They were Mexican. The mother spoke English, but the father did not. Um, but I was still able to connect with them and the language barrier. It really wasn't a barrier at all. And I was still able to, to help them and to care for them. And cultural competency is so important, again, when caring for patients. So um, again, having the identity that I do and having my, you know, the lived experience that I do 
it's just, it's an automatic connection that doesn't even have to be spoken. It's something that is felt, you know, it's like, I, I already know the mindset that most people of color have when we go into the healthcare system. So already being in that mindset, there's connection there, there's trust there, there's there's mutual respect, and it really helps people to let their guards down. And in labor, that's so important because labor is really, the majority of it, it's, it's a psychological process more than it is physical. And if you are not feeling safe, if you are not feeling loved and cared for in your body, you literally will not progress in labor. So having, again, someone there that can advocate for you where you don't have to worry about, you know, all of these other outside factors um, where you can just feel safe in your body and allow your body to do what you need to do and allow the doula and, you know, your other family members to do, you know, you know, just making sure you have water or whatever it is that you need really does contribute so greatly to a successful, um, or I should say a positive birthing experience. So it's really invaluable to be able to have somebody to just understand the unspoken fears and worries that you may have. That was doula Jana Farouk with Mama Bird Doula Services, speaking with Imanoko's executive producer, Robin Vincent. When it comes to healthcare in Colorado, what kinds of issues are keeping you up at night? We want to know. Email us at noco at kunc.org. That is it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. I'm Erin O'Toole. Be well.